hail our fair Riverdale. Register. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. My name is Caitlin. My name is John. It is, it's been a while. It's been months. It's been months, but we are back. We are excited. Somebody <laughs> died. Somebody else did not die. John is laughing at me, but I'm not sure why. And all is right with the world. All is right. Anything... Hey, how have you been in the meantime since the show's been back? I've been really good. Um, I've been just re-watching Riverdale on a loop. Oh, great. It's been my entire life. That's not weird. Quit my job to do that. Oh. Yeah. No. Yeah, how is the um, alley that you live in now? The alley I live in is cold and muggy. But the internet connection is good. It is. It's convenient. Yeah. It's really, really convenient. That's actually, uh, yeah, a special hello to everyone who watched on netflix after the show came out on netflix yeah we found us anyway yeah thank you guys really uh just want to start out this podcast thanking everyone for listening to us um we did get like kind of a big boost after the show went on netflix and that was really awesome because you know it's like when you do these things you know you get some comments and stuff when the show is on the air you get some fans who are there from the start exactly and then then we have all you uh you late bloomers (laughs) Bingers. Bingers uh, on Netflix. It was really cool. Yeah. And thank you guys again. Anybody who's reached out, we're, uh, we usually do this at the end, but I feel like it's nice to do it at the beginning. <laughs> so, yeah. But, um, so John, are we going to talk about like a, we're going to do a little bit of format change? It's just, this time I around? don't, I don't really, I feel like the lesson I've learned is that we don't need to focus so much on every minute detail oh, of the show. I love the minute um, details. The like minute you can talk show. about certain stuff, but I also want to like, get our episodes in in like under an hour oh wow okay uh, fine and and you know we can talk about like a storyline at a time like you know this episode had like three main storylines and we could focus on it each did. of them in turn and instead of being like me stopping you and being like we're not there yet let's talk about this other thing that's fair i felt like that was holding us back i actually do too because sometimes i was shushed <laughs> and that makes me sad and I don't want to be a shusher. You don't want to be a shusher. I mean, no. I respect you so much. Really? And your opinions. Yes, Thank you. of course. I couldn't tell the sarcasm. I still am not sure, but that's okay. I don't I don't respect theories, but... Anyway, just so you guys know, if you hear a sound that sounds like someone eating mac and cheese, this time it is not me eating mac and cheese. It is my dog, Stella, who is going through a licking phase, and that's what it sounds like. <laughs> Stella has been going through a licking phase since the moment I met her. Exactly. This is her. This is her phase. It's. It's. She's only a year old, so she only has one phase. But. <laughs> but yeah. But Stella is to us as Vegas is to Archie Aww. and Fred. Yeah. So. We love you, Stella. We keep her. Yeah, we'll keep you around. So it's been a while for us, but it has been. No time at all. For for the characters of Riverdale. And yeah, Lily Reinhardt was able to get highlights. It's so crazy. I didn't... Okay, so you, you think her hair is blonder than it, it was. It looks blonder. It just looks different. It looks nice. I like it, but it looks different. Maybe that's just... You know, you know the fear of seeing Jughead put on the river, the serpent right. jacket. Put you know how you know how like some women like yeah, hair. put some white in their hair. Puts a gloss in your blonder. hair. Yes, <laughs> that is true. That does happen. So where would you like to start? Uh, talking about... Oh, wait. Actually, I know we're... Real no, it's quick. okay. We're going to start. Uh, chapter 14, A Kiss Before Dying, which literally someone kisses someone before 
dying. Oh my god! Wait, <laughs> dude! Oh my god! My mind was just blown. Wait, you're right. Because I was like, uh, no one died, John. No one died after being kissed. And then I was like, oh no, someone did. Yeah. That's so true, John. That's so smart, John. <laughs> okay, good job. Uh, it was written by Roberto. Of course, and his bow tie. And directed by a Rob Seidenglanz. Yeah, not sure. It's all right. I looked him up. Uh, he is mostly an editor, actually. Dude has like 34 editing credits, but he stopped editing in 2014. I guess he started directing around then. Uh, first show he ever directed for was Stalker. Oh, that's so funny because that's kind of what we're doing right now to him on his IMDb page. Stalking. Wow, that's pretty deep. Yeah, I know. Also, and I then... watched Stalker. <laughs> it was it was good. <laughs> it was fine. I liked it, but I don't know if it was good. Keep keep backtracking until it's like okay. It was terrible. It was and, fine. I enjoyed it fine. Uh, but it seems like he joined the Berlanti family when he did a bunch of Blind Spot episodes last yeah. year, and now he does. Yeah, he did. He did an episode of Time After Time. Time after time. The show got canceled after like four episodes or something like that. If only they could have went back in time and after time. He did an episode last season of Riverdale, uh, chapter twelve. The one where they find out. Stop, stop looking. The one where they find out that Cliff killed J- Jason. The Captain killed Jason Blossom. The hill I die on. <laughs> That's what we're going to call it. Kevin is the hill that I die on. It's going to be a long season, everybody. And once we find out that Sheriff Keller is the angel of death, I feel like I'll be vindicated. We're not calling him the angel of death, are yeah, we? I think we are because... Um, Isn't he yeah. the sugar man? Well, that's something that's just a theory of mine. And I know that you don't like theory. No, no. What do you... They, they said there's a serial killer on the loose called the sugar man. No, they didn't say that. I said that. What is the Sugar Man that you, the stuff that's actually been released? Okay, so Roberto posted this photo. It's like a child sketch of a man who has like a... I don't know if he has a mask on, but he looks scary as fuck. And he's carrying, I think, a knife. Um, and then there's Cheryl and Jason. And then it says, like, beware the Sugar Man or something on it. Or like it says, no Sugar Man. And then Cheryl, Jason, and then Roberto tweeted, like, beware the Sugar Man. Does it... Does it look like the guy's but, wearing a, a hood that he cut the eye holes out of himself? With, <laughs> what a specific reference. With incredibly vibrant green eyes? Um, you know what, actually? I would have to look back on it to see if he has green eyes or if he... I don't think he has a hood on. I, don't, I think it's like he has a mean face. It looks like a kid's drawing, though. So at first I was like, well, maybe it's Cliff Blossom because maple syrup, you know, is made of sugar, I guess. I don't really know what maple syrup is made of. But, um... I don't think so. I think that's, yeah. But this hooded guy, the guy who shot Fred, definitely wasn't robbing Pops, right? Yeah. Because, like, we get all these, we get a lot of flashbacks to that scene. My man threatened Pop, uh, shot Fred, scared Archie so Archie couldn't do anything, Mm. and then just kind of stole Fred's wallet and left. That's a weird thing. Why did he steal Fred's wallet if that's what we're... Well, we don't know for sure if he did. Because Archie's can't. eyes were closed. And Pop was behind the counter. I don't know. He's just like, oh, yeah, I just like, lost track of things. Right. That was weird. But why would... What could be in Fred's wallet that was such a big deal? Uh, I mean, it's hard to just 
jump straight into this and be talking about the central mystery of the new season. Because we don't know who this guy is after, who he's working for, if he's working mm-hmm. for anyone. His first victim was Fred, and he failed Well, did him? he fail? I feel like if he wanted to kill him, if he truly wanted to kill Fred, he would have killed Fred to me. I mean, it seems weird that he even chose to do it at Pops. Yeah. Because clearly there was a target, and I guess it was Fred. Or it was Archie? I, that's what I'm thinking. I have this theory that maybe Archie is the real target because unless they thought that Miss Grundy and Fred had a relationship because there was like a little brief moment where you thought, oh, maybe Fred and Miss Grundy will have a thing. Archie seems like, well, like a very brief moment. Like if it, let's just. Like that moment where Fred was just like, hey, she's attractive. Exactly. Yeah. Like anybody would say mm-hmm. who saw her. Yes. But if Archie was a target, why didn't they kill Archie? Unless they just wanted to ruin Archie. Well, there's, like, the whole thing. At the end of last season, the dude, like, held the gun at Fred, and it looked like Archie was jumping in the way, and they cut outside and just heard the gunshot. So it's it's really hard to say right now, and that's the point. We'll have yeah, to stick around true. for a bunch of episodes to find out. There are like 22 episodes that we'll have to watch. Do you think it will take 22 to figure this one out, or are they going to do two different things? I think that Betty's brother is going to show up in the Christmas episode. That's not what I asked. <laughs> Listen, and that's going to be like that's going to be a mystery that we're going to solve in the first step, the first half of the episode, of uh, the first half of the season, and the second half of the season we'll get the identity of Fred's uh, shooter. You have nothing to go on for that. No, I do. I have a lot of evidence, actually. Because okay. the guy who is cast as Betty's brother will be showing up midway through the season. Sure. And we know that Betty's brother is a mystery. And that we also know, spoilers say, that Betty will go on a journey throughout the season. So these are just my theories based on facts. So the only fact you have is that her brother appears halfway through the season. Yes, basically. And also that Betty's going on an emotional journey that has to do with her family. Boom. Drop the mic. Um, when The Flash brought on a secret brother halfway through a season, I don't watch they the had Flash. maybe three episodes of conversation that he existed, and then he just appeared. And then he was just part of the cast. Who is his brother? What's his name? Uh, Wally. And what does he look like? He... What, who's the actor is what I was trying to say. Keenan Lonsdale. Don't think I know him. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. He's not a very good actor. I was just curious. Maybe he is. I don't know. All right. So there were three plots in this episode. Three plots. I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm tired. I told you. <laughs> okay. I won't sing again. I'm sorry. I think the first one is, uh, I mean, the main plot, the A plot would have been the an Archie plot. Archie. Which we haven't really had since... Ever. On this show, weirdly. Episode four? The one where they get rid of Miss Grundy in the first place? Like, that one was very focused on Archie. I guess so. And her, but mostly her. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And also Betty, and yeah. Yeah, Archie hasn't really been a main focus of Riverdale. But that's okay, I don't want him to be. Everyone else is more interesting. I mean, this kind of is making him more interesting. Sure, if that's... Yeah, that's a hill you're going to okay, die on. you are aggressively against the poor kid. I know, I'm sorry. I'm actually, I really do, I think K.J. Appa is hilarious. Um, I read an article about him, like an interview with him recently, where he's just like such like a, he's just like such a kid in like such a cute way. Like he loves Channing Tatum. He calls him a legend. Like I just love it. Legend. 
Like, yes, exactly. Yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. His dad is a Samoan chief. Oh my god. Who owns a chain of gyms or something? Wow. And it was like that was literally Of course he is. It was like his dad is a Samoan chief who owns a chain of gyms and he loves Channing Tatum, who he calls a legend. And I'm like, okay. Like, I'm learning so much. <laughs> I thought Archie kind of or KJ kind of crushed it with the yeah, material he no. was given in this episode. He was pretty good. He cried a lot. It was cool. <laughs> like, he shook as he cried, which indicates emotion. But like the show, you know, the he show was good. fully he, aware that he's that Archie is a very dumb character. And I mean, it opens it with him driving around without a, without a driver's license, destroying so a good. lot of public property. So good. As though. he rushes to the to the freaking hospital. Yeah, KJ is great. No problems with KJ. Think that Archie. Well, they're they're giving him personality mm-hmm. by circumstance, but yeah. yeah, that's fair. Well, no, but he does this thing where he like calls his mom and he's like, "No, everything's good." Oh wait, no, I'm, <laughs> it's not. Dad got shot. Right, that's what I was saying. I was like, "Wait, so you're specifically calling your mom to tell her dad got shot?" You can't back. He really mind. buries the lead on that one. He's like, yeah. "Oh wait, no, I call you about." Dad's in the hospital. Right, actually, things are not good at all. He is dead. He has one very bad acting moment, which is closer to the end of the episode, which is when he, like, admits that he was a coward, and he just does this whole, like, there's something I haven't told you, and then, and then he, like, turns his head to the side, and he's <laughs> like, uh, because it was so, I'm so ashamed, <laughs> and um, I was like, ooh, no, to be, child. To be fair, that wasn't really, I feel like that wasn't KJ's fault as much as it was just the fact that he didn't really have much to be ashamed of and I'm not really sure why that was the emotional crux of the episode like mm-hmm. I feel like they could have given him something more concrete to be ashamed of I'm like well yeah of course like you had a gun pointed at you what did you yeah. it's not easy to they, like knock a gun the way it was presented it almost seemed like he was keeping some kind of actual secret right exactly. like some kind of important detail like, the dude said something to him. Right, Like, exactly. Hiram sent me. Yeah. Uh, but instead, he's just like, and I wasn't brave enough. Yeah, but it, yeah. I, it would have been more interesting if, like, Archie ran out of the diner or something. It was like, fuck you, Fred. I'm a go. But he didn't really do anything wrong. Like, I feel bad for him no, that he, he thinks it. But. Honestly, the, and, like, the kids call him, like, oh, you're, you know, you're doing a great job today. He does. He kind of, he does everything he can. Yeah, exactly. He walks he, the dog for the first time in his entire life. <laughs> um, what, no, doesn't he say, like, oh, I used to take care of the dog a lot. No, he said that as soon as I got the dog, it was kind of in my dad's responsibility, which is how it is with all children who've ever had dogs. It's true. Uh, that is absolutely true. Yeah. No one, no kid has ever taken care of a dog. They just want to play with the dog. They don't want to... Exactly. They don't want to do the work. Now that I'm an adult who has 50% of responsibility over a dog, I realize how much, as a child, I would have not been able to handle any responsibility for a dog. Archie was... An emotional crutch, but he also shared that with Fred because Fred had like those visions. That was so good you know. because I was right <laughs> again. <laughs> Tell the people why you were right. Okay, guys. So I wrote this article the day of the premiere at, I don't know, like 3 p.m. or something um, because I saw that Roberto tweeted a picture of the cast at graduation. And I was like, that's bullshit because they're sophomores. Why are they going to rush the, they're going to rush through two years in one season? They would never do that. And so I was like, hmm, okay. And then I was like, well, it's a dream sequence, but who's going to have a dream about graduation? Why? There's no context. And I was like, oh my God, it's Fred. It's his dying moments. 
he's going to have a, his life flash forward before his eyes. And then I was like, wait, Veronica is in a wedding dress. Archie's the groom. Who would be dreaming of their wedding? Fred. And I'm sorry, but I was right, I, and they made me happy. <laughs> I'm not sure if the visions were done as well as they could have. I like them. I think they were pretty cool. They were pretty, but I, I don't. The message they're sending is kind of all over the place. Well, because I get the stuff where the kids are like, "You didn't live to see this with graduation." Yeah, and I get the stuff where Archie's like, "Oh, it's." Grandpa and Uncle so-and-so at the door. They're mm-hmm. here to, you know, you're, yeah. you're heading out with them. And he's like, oh, I'm dying. Right. And even the stuff where, like, Pop is like, time dies. Which I was that like, was ha! Get it? Yeah. Good one. Yeah. But at the same time, you've got the stuff with Archie growing up and getting married to Veronica. All, and, and, and taking over the family business. Almost as if some part of Fred is telling him, it's like... It's okay. They're going to be fine without you. And then, oh, like, in yeah. two instances, the dude appears. The dude with the gun. And in the last one, he aims at Archie. And then Fred's like, no. And then that's why he, like, he wakes up. And he's, like, yeah. he's like, oh, I, I want to protect you. I wish that it had been a little bit more focused on that idea of the guy coming after Archie in Fred's visions or something, or maybe a bit less of the, like, oh, Archie's found the true love of his life. That solves that one. Well, that was something I thought would have been a really good thing for them to play with, was that Fred has this vision of Archie on his wedding day, but it's Betty also in the wedding dress or something. Um, I mean, yeah, we can get into the elements of Fred's subconscious, but, like, why is Fred's subconscious putting Cheryl in a red graduation gown when everyone else is in blue? I'm, I'm just not sure if it... I, I mean, as I say it out loud, I'm like, oh, you know what, actually, it's pretty good. But I just... Good. I think I wish we had more with the killer, like, popping up in those dreams or something like that. And this idea that he's coming for Fred to finish the job... But instead, at the end, he realizes that, no, this guy's got it for Archie. And then he's like, I got to protect Archie. Well, do you think that's kind of more of like a little clue than it is supposed to be like an overt thing? And that may be the reason why it's not so outward is because it's something that we're going to realize. Maybe. Maybe from Fred's perspective, it looks like the guy's gunning for Archie. And And maybe he is. But maybe we, like the audience, don't know that. Yeah. But I... hmm. Actually, yeah, the more I talk about it, the more I like, you know what? It actually works. Yeah, it totally works. Now I, I seem like a big dummy. No, that's cool. That's cool. We can't all predict things one episode into the future like I can, but, but that doesn't make you dumb, John. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about grief and how, <laughs> Archie, and how Archie and Veronica's choice was to have sex. Yeah, no, it's a CW choice. I was here for it, I think. I mean, it was very steamy and hot and all that there is i don't understand how her hair dried so quickly in her makeup somehow yeah yeah, yeah. I, did she did she have spare makeup stuff with she her probably to do it afterwards hers, her eyebrows were definitely filled in she wore pearls in the shower yeah so i guess that's fine i guess it's just supposed to be like you're sad i'm sad let's distract you and then they fought over it they, they fought immediately after. Yeah. So I was worried that the sex thing is like, this is the beginning of a very toxic relationship. I know Roberto yeah. was earlier like, and there's going to be a lot more sex in season two. Woo! Yeah. 
the set Death makes them horny. Uh, yeah, I don't love that phrase. But, like, I'm worried that they're going to become one of those couples that just, like, solves all those pro- all the problems with sex. I mean, I think that's kind of... I was reading an interview where they were, like... Betty and Archie have, like, kind of, like, that girl-boy-next-door thing. It's, like, more, like, romance and built on friendship. And then they have, like, the physical the physical attraction of, like, Archie and Veronica, which, like, you see in episode one. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense to me that they would. I do think this episode, and a little bit last episode, but this episode is giving off very subtle clues that Archie and Veronica are not really meant to be, I mean, she did, it was good when he told her to leave, and she was like, I'm not going to do that. I find them so boring. It was healthy. I just kind of wish that they weren't together. <laughs> I don't know, not for any reason other than I just find them, I find the coupled upness of them boring. I kind of like the... Because it's obvious? Yeah, and it's like, okay, well, they're going to break up eventually. But Yeah, like, but so were Betty and Jughead. But, like, at least I know Betty and Jughead will break up, and it'll be like interesting this i'm like okay well they don't really seem like soulmates they don't really seem like they don't really seem like soulmates am i doing it it's back i know i know it's back Uh, yeah i'm still for it yeah i don't get that honestly but it's fine (laughs) it's whatever Uh, that's the contrarian in me yeah yeah but what's interesting is that when archie the first person Archie calls to come to the hospital isn't Veronica. It's Betty. It's Betty. Well, and Betty calls Veronica and Chughead. That's, yeah. Chughead, by weird. the way, now rides a motorcycle. And it's amazing. It's very cool. Which, did he always know how to ride a motorcycle? I think he grew up, in my head, the canon is, he grew up riding motorcycles with FP in the woods, and his dad said, okay, kid, but never ride one without me around, and now that his dad's in prison, he's going to ride the motorcycle. And in my head, when he put on that leather jacket last night, it imparted in him the innate knowledge of how to ride a motorcycle. You're right, that makes more sense. (laughs) That that makes sense, too. (laughs) Everyone comes to the hospital, by the way, for this one. Not just uh, Archie's friends, but even new sexy Reggie. Yeah. It's like one line and not much attention paid to him. I mean, he's very sexy. Which is one way to bring in a new actor for the same characters, just not address it at all. Yeah, well, what are they going to say? Did you get intense plastic surgery so much that we don't even recognize you? (laughs) What happened to you with the Jubilee? (laughs) Yeah, what's going on? I will miss Ross Butler, but at least we have him on 13 Reasons Why. Um, But but the Archie-Veronica kind of subplot just kind of ends with them exactly where they start, where they're just kind of like, we're happy, hey, we're together. cool, boring. <laughs> okay, fine. Fred wakes up. What Molly Ringwald comes back to town. Yeah, so I guess she's just in the show now. Well, yeah, it was funny because, like, they had her in the first uh, Fred vision. She was there. And then when Archie called her, they didn't cut to her on the other side of the phone, which is like, that's weird. <laughs> Because she's yeah, in this episode, you have her credited. You could have done the other half, but I don't know how I feel about like. So are Fred and Mary, Mary. Oh sure, she has. I think it's. I think it's Ms. Mary. Mrs. Andrews. Are, I'm just gonna call her Molly. 
Are they together again? No, right? Well, she's, they're not divorced yet. She's with think. her sexy Spanish boyfriend in Chicago. Oh, I hope we meet him. Yeah, he, he doesn't exist. I made him up. But oh, <laughs> I hope right. Him oh, right. That's not in the show. No, don't, uh, don't, don't let me gaslight you into thinking that there are characters <laughs> on the show that doesn't exist. That don't I exist. I won't let you do that. There's no. already too many weird characters on this show. Too many mm-hmm. good characters. So, yeah, I guess she's back in town for a little while. By the way, did you notice that during the wedding thing... She winked at Fred? Well, it was weird that he saw two dead men and then Molly. Do you think she's And then she's dead? like winks and then it's just a line of redheads culminating that... in, the, in the shooter coming up on them all. Oh, that's interesting. Could... Could the shooter be a redhead? If every murderer in this show is, is a, redhead. a redhead, everyone. I swear to God. <laughs> or where is it? Was it Topay? How do you say it? Toupee? Toupee? Toupee is correct, yeah. Toupee. Toupee. Um, yeah. Because oh, yeah, Cliff wore He could be any hair color. Well, well, he was red. The, the big theory, I think, is that it's uh, Betty's dad. What's his face? Mean Why? Mr. Cooper. It's just a big theory on Reddit. Because he's a middle-aged yes, white man. Yes, exactly. That's the reason. But think about think with the about, similar build. Think about how few characters. That think about last season met. when Alice just lost her shit at the sheer at the sheer idea that her husband could kill someone. Yeah, I don't. I'm not saying it's real. I'm just saying that that's a theory. Cool. What do you think of uh, Archie ending the episode, grabbing a stool with a baseball bat and just guarding the house overnight? You can't see my eye roll, but it the eyes rolled. What are you gonna? What are you gonna do? He has a gun. He wants to do something. And I know I'm not like for work. Like that's like, that's what makes him the most mad is that he was paralyzed and couldn't do anything. Yeah, I have to say that I understand why they didn't kill Fred, but I do think that the storyline would have probably been stronger if he died. Like I like Fred and I don't want him to die, but I kind of understand. I would understand this vengeance plan. A little more if he I was think, dead. You know what? I kind of agree with you. Because it just feels like, okay, well, everything kind of worked out, right? <laughs> I mean, of. no. A man is still... <laughs> Seems like it was... Recovering from a gunshot. Yeah, but unless Fred is going to die... We're going to have to find that. out how it goes, but I I do agree with that right now. That you think it would be... That it would have been stronger if he had died. Yeah. Um... Or, like, if he had come back to say some final words to Archie before dying, because that's always fun, too. It was Kevin Keller. <laughs> but, but, of course, Cheryl gave him the kiss of life, so that was he got so, brought back. I just want to talk about how inappropriate that is. What Well, if? let's talk Cheryl, just Can, in general. I just have, yes, let's talk Cheryl, but first I just had a very disturbing theory. Okay. So there's a lot of interviews um, I feel like during the season of the podcast, I'm going to talk about all the interviews I've read because I read them every single day of my life for work. Um, and it's like literally the best thing that I've, it's the best thing. Um, but so I read an interview with, uh, Madeline, Madeline, I think is how you would say it. Madeline Petch in which there's been numerous articles, but she has basically made it clear. Charlotte is getting a love interest, but the most recent one that I read was that, she's going to have a little crush on someone. And I'm like, what if her little crush is on Fred? It doesn't make sense. She's never talked to him. That's not true. She called him She Dilfie. would have a crush. If she's going to have a crush on anyone, it would be Archie. She could have a crush on Archie. I thought about that. But I actually think she's going to end a, up dating Tony Trebass. From Trebes. a character perspective, it makes sense for her to have a crush on Archie. Well, she did kind of. I think yeah. she kind of does. Who was that name you just mentioned? Tony. Vanessa Morgan's character, Tony Topaz. 
Vanessa Morgan and Madeline Petra are like best friends in real life. Um, Tony in the book, in the books, in the comics is bisexual. Uh, Madeline Petra has made comments about how she hopes Cheryl explores her sexuality. It seems like a natural fit. Where is this character in the show? She's a Southside serpent who is going to befriend Jughead and become a part of the drama. Okay. So I'm right. Well, maybe. In my or head. Or maybe it's Betty's secret brother. Tony Topaz, the girl? No, I'm saying you don't know if Cheryl's going to oh. be with a girl. It maybe seems... she'll wind up with Betty's secret brother. That's incestual. We know that now. So that would also... And... I guess it doesn't matter, yeah. Although I'm also thinking that that secret brother will be gay and end up with Kevin. I thought that too. That's so funny that you thought that. Yeah. Which means Kevin's just had a bad track record. Bad boys. track record? Have you seen the picture of Betty's brother? He is very attractive. I mean, I mean, the bad boy nature of it. Like, they're, you, he shouldn't be dating these people. Mm. Shout out to Rob Rocco, by the way. Who? Joaquin was involved with the, with a murder, so... It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. You know, you know my feels. You know how much I love the cocky shit. It's a dead ship. Javine? You know it's not coming back. Javin? Because Joaquin's on Supernatural now. Yeah. Congrats, Rob Rocco. Good job. Yeah, I get, I get. Over the break, <laughs> she became Twitter friends with Rob Rocco. No, we tweeted each other like twice. <laughs> it's very important to her. No, but he just seems cool. <laughs> um, yeah, it was fun. So let's talk Cheryl. Hello, Cheryl. Cheryl's mom went back into the fire to save a family portrait, which... That's real, right? I didn't just make that's, that up? Apparently, that's real. Yeah. There was I have to wonder that. if, that's, if that's something like, when they were breaking season two, Roberta was like, ooh, she should be, like, really burned. And someone was like, oh, Roberta, you have a shot of her totally fine in the season finale. He's like, what if she just went back in for, for something amazing. stupid? I'm surprised she didn't go back in for something like... A little bit more significant than that. Like Nana? Like Nana. <laughs> Is Nana alive? I'm not the same person that she didn't live with them. But I actually don't oh, know. Oh, she definitely lived with she them. Did? Oh, she did? Kitty in that house? She's the not alive. The creepy Nana? She's not alive she's, anymore. <laughs> okay. It's, she's dead. So, yeah, because... The painting is fine. This, <laughs> oh my god, Cheryl makes up this story about how she had, like, fallen asleep and the house had just started catching fire and Mom bravely rescued her. Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah. You're just blatantly lying to everyone. But honestly, I love that what she said to her. She was like, what you did was abuse. Fuck you. As she yeah. as she holds the air tube. I want to be Cheryl. Almost kills I her mother. I want to be Cheryl. <laughs> no, no, no one should be Sh- Cheryl needs actual therapeutical help. Yes. And she I'm, needs to see yes. a doctor. Yes, and whatever. Don't want to be like that girl. She is fun. She is a mess. She is a, a human being. mess. I don't want to be her. I want to be as cool and pretty as her and also have her hair. That's different. Oh, okay. That's fine. Yeah. I want to be as confident externally. That'd be cool. I want her lipstick. That's all. You, you, you know, there's other things. I want her shoes. Okay. And also all of her clothes. What about her brooches? Not the brooches. Fuck no. the brooches. Can I just say, she's doing, like, really well for someone who was trapped under ice in a frozen river the day before. Oh, shit. Yeah, that was one day before. That was before. one day ago. That was a whole day, though. And she's just, like, walking around the hospital in slow motion, flipping her hair around. Yeah, and fully dressed to the nines, which is yeah. weird because her house burned down. Yeah, where'd she get that outfit from? I don't know. That's confusing. Hmm. 
Mm, logic. Anyways. The other big plot was uh, Jughead and Betty. Are these, some... Is it Cheryl, Jughead, and Betty, and then the murder plot? Or those are three? I think so. Can you think of any others? I mean, just the ones in my head that I made up. Oh, and then we should talk about Grundy at the end. Yeah, yeah, that's the end. Okay, so Jughead and Betty, Bughead Forever. By the way, someone in our um, reviews said something funny. that She was like, I really love the podcast, except the girl on this podcast keeps calling Jughead Bughead, and it's really distracting. (laughs) And I'm like, no, I don't. Bughead is a ship name. (laughs) I was like... (laughs) I feel like I get really offended. But I'm like, I don't. I've never called Jughead Bughead, right? No, you've never referred to him as Jughead. Okay, so Only was, the collective of him and Betty. So it's really just a miscommunication. That's right. right. Okay, cool. So I'm sorry about that being confusing. Yeah. Uh, what I like is that this the plot basically starts with uh, Betty telling her mom. It's like, oh, and then I just went to Jughead's place with Jughead's just trailer. him all alone. And she calls him, what's the word? Uh, that beanie-wearing cad. Oh, I cannot decide if uh, she actually likes Jughead or not. She doesn't. She definitely doesn't. You don't think she does? She, she no, seems... she just really likes Betty. And the fact that she's dating the kid who's the son of the guy in charge of the Southside Serpents, who is now a Southside Serpent, is makes it... her think he's dangerous for her daughter. But So you don't think she... But I think she, at one point, did like Jughead. I think she did. I, think I don't think she ever fully likes Jughead. I don't think she ever fully likes Anyone? any boy going near any of her daughters. That's true. Men are trash, so. It's true. Yeah. I know, it's true. We are the worst. Woo. Uh, yeah, no, it's cool. I, I appreciate it. But as soon as they hear about the shooting, she also, Hermione suggested the Southside Serpents today, which kind of sets Jughead on his path for the episode where he's... Trying to protect them, but also weed out any potential murderers yeah. within the Southside Serpents. Can we let the Southside Serpents fucking live? Like, can they just, <laughs> like, live? Like, they're not involved here. They're just a gang. They're, like, the lamest gang in the world. They're basically, like, the sharks and the jets from West Side Story with worse facial hair. Well, that one guy, yeah... Yeah. When you're a serpent, you're a serpent till the end. It doesn't work because there are too many syllables. But, yeah, I don't know. I'm just like, they seem fine. Like, they either are the worst, which we've kind of proven that they're not, or they're fine. They just so weed. I'm like, truly so, unaware of, of what friends. they do on the day-to-day. Is it just weed? It just seems like a bunch of guys who are into leather who, like, <laughs> hang out together. That's like, true. one time they were about to just be annoying at, a, at, a, <laughs> at, a, at an outdoor movie theater venue. Like, they're just, they're just a bunch of dudes just hanging out, just shooting the shit. They're a lot like our friends. They're not. Think they don't actually it. seem like criminals in any way. Annoying at movie theaters. That's definitely a thing I've done before. So, uh, Jughead calls on serpents to find out if anyone is, uh, bragged about hurting Fred or been glad he's down or potentially did shoot him. Because apparently Fred just fired all of his serpent yeah, employees. Which seems like a lot. Like, they, they're literally going to shoot it. I don't know how gangs work. Maybe gangs do this. Gangs probably do this, right? This is like a common gang thing. I, I, I wouldn't really know. Yeah, no, me either. Uh, <laughs> no. Cool. 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 And then uh, he and Betty uh, go off to look for Fred's wallet at Pops, because Archie's so concerned about his dad's wallet. At first, I thought that was part of the secret, that Archie was like, go look for the wallet, Mm -hmm. and then it was going to be something shady happened with the wallet. 
so is he worried that, oh, no, if he has the wallet, it means he has his driver's license, means he has his home address. Maybe. But I also think it's cards. just, it's one of those, like, grief things where, mm-hmm. like, his dad could be dying and, like, he can't solve that. But maybe the problem he can solve is where's his wallet? Do you think that... And he just hates feeling useless. Do you think that the wallet, though, is a plot... It's going to be a point moving forward, or is it something that Archie was just doing? It's No, I think it's like one of those things where it was mostly there to create that one bit of tension with Veronica, and then she stayed, and then he cried, <laughs> and that, which is good, okay? Men can cry. How many problems in this world would be solved if I men know, just right? could cry? Wouldn't that be nice? Uh, and then she just buys him a new wallet, and they're like, oh my god, I love you. And she's like, I love you. And they're like, this relationship is rock solid. See, I think I agree with you to a certain extent that we're not going to hear much more about it in, like, the next episode. However, I wonder if there's going to be an episode where we find either they think they find the identity of the murderer because he has Fred's wallet. Or, you know, it's like, oh, like, Sheriff Keller had the wallet. This is Betty talking right now. Sheriff Keller had the wallet in his dresser drawer. Archie, do you know what that means? He's the one who shot your dad. Um, ladies and gentlemen, her new theory is Sheriff Keller is the killer, so <laughs> she just thinks all Kellers are murderers. <laughs> I know, it's weird. It's like, I, I like think Casey Codd's really cool and everything. I just, um, that's what I think is going to happen, that the wallet is going to make another appearance, but it might not mean what we think it means. Because theoretically, whoever has the wallet is the one that shot Fred. Yes. That's not a bad point. What if Pop did it? <laughs> Pop was literally what in the he room. orchestrated the whole thing? To do, listen, Pop has had some rough times, okay? The riots. The riots. <laughs> the Riverdale riots, which we heard about in this episode. Yeah, apparently there were riots in the past in this town. All 30 people who lived in town rioted, apparently. First thought, maple syrup riots. There was a shortage. People lost their minds. People freaked the fuck out. Because, of course, maple syrup isn't really heroin. Let's not forget. <laughs> there was never any maple syrup. They don't even make it in that part of the country. That was the best offhand line of the episode, though. Yeah, I know. We're like, wait, what? Pop was in a, was in a mood today, though. Because, like, when Benny and Jughead go over, he has, like, this whole speech about, it's like, that man was the angel of death. I and then our, And then Jughead's just like, that's stupid. Hey, you got any burgers? So funny. Don't clean up the blood <laughs> on the floor. Please make us food. Or I think, actually, they didn't ask for it. The man was just like, people died. It's bad. There were riots. You kids want food? <laughs> no, yeah, you're right. He, didn't. he wasn't <laughs> obligated. Which I do love. Betty's like, no. And Jughead's like, always. I know. I'm a Jughead. There's like multiple moments of that. I figured out that Jughead and Betty are Mulder and Scully from the X-Files. Wait, so who's who? Who's well, who? Jughead's Mulder and Betty's Scully. Scully Mulder, is the non-believer? Right. Yeah. The skeptic. Uh, so... But there are fucking aliens on the X-Files. Yes. Well... Does Scully not think that's a thing? Like... She kind of gets proven, right? That there aren't aliens? But so, have you seen the new alien one? The new thing the, where there are legit aliens in the X-Files? On the... They... Yeah, but they also, like, they revealed that, like, there were... It was, like, some aliens landed in Roswell, and then we just kind of took that technology... I started using it on her own. Okay. Like, but there were at one point aliens. Yes. Okay. And they are out there somewhere. Maybe. But right now it's P. 
people. But then, okay, so then... And that pissed a lot of fans off, the X-Files. I kind of like that. That makes sense. It, from a writing perspective, it's a lot easier to do humans as bad guys than aliens as bad guys. Yeah, I think that's interesting. But, second question, they have a child? Listen, this podcast isn't about the X-Files. It's not the X-Files files. Mm, no. no. <laughs> Would that be the name of the... No, that is a that, podcast. The X-Files files? That's good. Um, That's a good podcast. Do you remember the Big Sick? I love the Big Sick. I know, we saw it on my birthday. It was fun. Yeah. Um, she's like... I just, my favorite part of the whole movie is where she's just like, the truth is out there. <laughs> I, like, I've done, I think I did that to Ian once, mm-hmm. and he got mad because we were driving or something. <laughs> <laughs> and you just scared him? Yeah. Great. It was fun. Anyway, sorry, Riverdale? <laughs> um, yeah, they bring food back to the back to the hospital. They bring more food. I got issues with this hospital, by the way. It looks like a high school. Well, yeah, but also it looks like it's in the fifties and they yeah. got they got Dr. Highcollar oh out my God. there looking just uncomfortable so all the time. Funny. At first, what? I thought his surgical mask was like hanging around his neck. Oh, it's just a collar. But it was terrible. Oh my god, that yeah. high collars make me so nervous. For some reason, he gave his full name also when he first arrived, uh, Stephen Masters. I don't know if that is anything. I know, I know the superhero name that Jughead ironically gives Archie, Pure Heart the Powerful. Is that is real? an Archie Comics thing? Oh. But is that like an Archie alter ego? He's like a... I'm sure yeah. it's something. Boring heart. The boy. <laughs> I'm sorry. He's, he's, uh, he's the one... Uh, if they make Captain Planet. Archie's the one who's like, heart. Great. one of the elements Fine. of Captain Planet. Uh, that was... I don't know. I just thought all the nurses and doctors looked very silly. No, they did. Hospital. But I think that's supposed to be the aesthetic of Riverdale. It's timeless. But also, this hospital has, like, a chapel with, like, all of the candles burning in it. That was supposed to be in the church. I didn't realize that. No, no, it's in the hospital. I mean, in the hospital. Yeah. So we should talk about Veronica's confrontation with her mother. Yeah, so Hermione's fucking evil. Yeah, when did that happen, though? I Like, she was know. nice when she started. She was so nice. Remember, we were such fans. We were like, fuck Betty's mom, and Veronica's mom's the best. Yeah. I've been getting this feeling that, like, it was all played a little subtly, or they didn't get the focus they wanted to, but, like... When Fred rebuffed her, that kind of began this downward spiral for her, where like yeah. she wanted to be independent and in Riverdale, and it just wasn't working. And she's like, you it's know, a this little is bit of hard. Hiram kept pushing things on her over and over again, and you know, uh, like she wasn't. No one else was helping her, so like she just kind of fell back into subservient wife position, which is unfortunate for her character from that, but well, she's like Lady Macbeth <sighs> to me now. She is. She kind of became that. Oh my god, her line. Where it's like, I ought to slap you across your face, but I'm not a violent person. I was like, since when do you do that? Like, you guys are best friends. To be fair, Veronica really was yeah, towing the line. Yeah. When she was just like, are you glad Fred's in the hospital? Yeah, I feel like Hermione didn't really give her much evidence to suggest that Mm-mm. she was oh, no. Well, Veronica always assumes that her father's behind anything bad that happens in this town. My father. Just like how... Fire blood. <laughs> Just like how Jughead assumes it's all an evil conspiracy, and he might be right. And his dad is not involved. That's never involved. Never involved. Even though last season was involved for sure. Yeah, yeah, he was directly involved. Yeah, he hid the body, mm-hmm. and that was a big deal. Yeah. And I feel like we forget that honestly a little. We bit. don't. We don't really t- judge that. Hey, due process exists, and it's only hurting him. Yeah. Mm. But. 
it's all a prelude to her coming home at the end. And there at the end of the table is Hiram Lodge, shrouded in shadow. Like they purposely took out a light bulb above him. (laughs) So he could (laughs) be in the darkest darkness. And he, he's immediately chilling. Yeah, he's fine in a suit. But like also the fact that it's like, I came home early to surprise you. But you weren't here. I want to say, if you come home early to surprise someone, you cannot be mad when they are not there. Right, but he's the kind of guy who still expects her to be waiting for him. Even though I don't know. Even though he didn't tell her when he'd be arriving. Yeah, Hiram is kind of a dick. And then Hermione's like, and she drank your crystal. Fuck you, Hermione. And he's like, so rude. <laughs> oh my god. Hermione is just, she just like fanned the flames a little bit more. Yeah, what is her damage? Um, I think she thinks Veronica's been disrespecting them. Which, to And be everything fair, they gave her. She has been. <laughs> She's been doing that. She's honestly not being very nice to her terrible parents. <laughs> she is not. What is the solution here, though? I don't know. Maybe being adopted by Betty's family? Can everyone just join the Andrews? Yeah, but that would be weird right now. Yeah, and then they'd have to break up. That's okay. You're right. <laughs> they can be siblings. That'll be a foster situation. So, that's happening. That's where that storyline wraps up. Uh, meanwhile, what, Betty is fine at the end. Jughead gets to go home and find the serpent guys have beaten up someone Some in, his, uh, yeah. in his trailer and be like, this is what it is, buddy. Welcome to the serpents. They're like, oh, you thought you weren't a serpent? You're a serpent. <laughs> You're a serpent. You put on the jacket. And we all like, saw. I did that as like a formality. Like, as a, <laughs> I was scared of you. Right, okay. Act of graciousness. Archie takes up his, his little vigil. He's not going to do well with both all night vigil over the house Mm-mm. and high school. And football. How is he gonna write his music? His music. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. You can do two at once, play music while you're keeping your vigil over the house. No one's gonna want him to keep the vigil. (laughs) Oh my god. No offense. His mom keep coming down and be like, can you please just go to the sleep? It is three o'clock in the fucking morning. This is bad. Play your music with your pedophile teacher. Oh. Oh, wait, she's dead. Oh, wait. Yeah. So across the river in Green? Greendale. That's where Sabrina lives. So, that's fun. Uh, oh, by the way, there's a Sabrina series coming. Maybe. Should, should we cover a potential Sabrina series? I think it'll be a long time before we have to make that call, but I think we should at least cover the first episode. I feel like it would... Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. And if there's ever a, a crossover or something like that. Oh, yeah, for it sure. It feels like there would be, because Berlanti. But I don't think that show's going to be on for another <laughs> six months at least. Uh, probably, probably next pilot season. Is yeah. Show up, and it might still be a mid-season thing. Although I think they'd want it out by Halloween. You think that maybe September? I no, no, no. It, all CW shows premiere in October. But. Oh, that's well, yeah, but like, yeah. Uh, we have a year to go. Then. But yeah, there's a tag where across the river in Greendale, uh, Miss Grundy is just, just doing her thing, just teaching music, sex, and boys. Ew. Oh, you want to know something fun about that boy? What about that boy? So you remember when Kevin is at the drive-in, and he's talking to the guy at the drive-in. He's like, do you have any hot dogs? And he's like, nope, we're out of hot dogs. Is it the guy who works at the drive-in? It's the same guy, apparently. That's what Reddit told me. Why is he working across the river? Conspiracy theory. Probably just the same actor was available in Vancouver, but that's fine. Probably. Yeah. 
But so she fucking this, kisses that dude. It's kind of perfect, though, because in almost no time, they confirm everything you ever wondered about Miss Grundy. Yeah, this, yeah. Archie wasn't special. She sexes young boys. I don't like the way you're saying sexes young boys. <laughs> well, it's fine. To... You wanted to hear it anymore because she, she, she dies. She is choked out. She is... Her throat is sliced open is using... Is it sliced? I, I didn't think it was sliced. Oh, yeah, there's blood. It, it drips all bombs through her shoes and everything. Oh, I thought she was The dude cuts into strangled. it with one of the bows from, like, her cellos. Oh, that's Potentially good. the really nice one that Archie <gasps> bought her. I hope so. I don't know. Sorry. I don't mean that. <laughs> so the question that remains is why? Which brings us to your favorite segment, the rumor mill. Yeah. In the mill that must exist somewhere in this town. Okay, so I think it's a weird coincidence. So it's either, in my mind, this is what it has to be. And either it's going to be a random serial killer, and then they have to uncover who is, like, a murderous freak. But I think more likely it's somebody connected to Archie. Even more so than Fred. But Archie doesn't have... I don't think he has any enemies. That's what's weird about it. Right. Unless... Chuck Clayton. Chuck Clayton. It's Chuck Clayton. Well, here's the theory that I have considered. So, I think it's kind of a stretch, but let's think Jason Blossom. We know that if the Sugar Man theory does pan out, that Cheryl and Jason are both somehow connected to the Sugar Man thing that Roberto tweeted about. Mm-hmm. Um, we know that Archie's a redhead. What? I know. And we also know that Jason Blossom is a redhead, was a redhead. And also was having lessons with Miss Grundy. That is true. What if... Ooh, that is true. Mm-hmm. I was really hoping Grundy was just... This is just a way of being like, and it's done. Yeah, you'll and never, we're out. You'll never have a series again. What if somebody mistook... Because that was a big theory in season one that... Because oh, Archie looks like Jason. Archie looks like Jason. And also, why would Jason be dead? Like, what does it have to do with Archie? It turned out absolutely nothing. What if this season... Somebody thought that something Jason did was something Archie did, and so he... But they... Fred, the well, Fred of it all. No, 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 that's the thing. It's not that they thought that Archie... It's not that they thought that Jason Blossom did it, but then they mistaked Archie Mistook hooking Archie up with... for Jason? Yeah, I think it's... I think it's that somebody saw Jason. Let's just say this is. But a I don't want the linchpin for this season to be Miss Grundy. I know, but let's just say theoretically speaking, that this theory is right. It would mean let's say somebody saw Jason. I don't know murdering someone else. This is not true, but let's just say that's the thing. And then they were like, "Fuck this guy, Jason, who they think is actually Archie Andrews, is a terrible person. I'm gonna follow him around for a year or for two months or whatever." Two and a half months. Two and a half months. Find out what makes him tick. Find out all the important people in his life and then go after them systematically when he thinks there's nothing. When he, you know, when he thinks that it's it's calm and everything in Riverdale is, you know, it's a a stretch, but it's the only thing I can think of. It doesn't fully work, but it's worth exploring. Exactly. I think it's just the Miss Grundy and the Fred thing. If both of them aren't a coincidence, then it's like, well, what is the thread? Unless there's some weird thread we haven't seen the, yet. The why is a mystery. I mean, even Sheriff Keller says it's too late to speculate. But it's yeah. never too early to speculate, John. The sheriff said. But then he also did a police lineup. So right. What do yeah, I know? Exactly. But what we do know, the facts are, it's a middle-aged white man with 
vividly green eyes. I think those eyes are fake. I think they're contacts. It's just, it feels like a lot of work to cut out big holes in your hood and then put in contact lenses. Well, like, but they still won't know who I am. Well, here's the thing. I think that's why you would put in, gla- in contacts because if you have no. blue eyes, which is... But the- if he just has brown eyes, then like... It's easier to get away with just having brown eyes. Although it is a nice, like, throwing you off kind of thing. Exactly, because you would... Or or the other option is that the guy does have brown does have green eyes, but always wears brown contacts. And that's going to be, like, another thing. It's like, wait, I thought you had brown... Oh, fuck, you're the killer. Luckily, we do have at least middle-aged white men. Statistically, the worst human beings. Exactly. So I was not surprised. Also, those who killed uh, somebody last season. So. Yep. Yeah. Unless Do we it's have Pretty Little Liars? A prom king, Ooh. prom queen, chaperone, and someone to give a sticky maple to. Okay. Wait. What was the thing with the sticky maple? It's like thrown under the bus. Okay. It's the worst thing. Right. You know, someone right. who sucks okay. this episode. Because I want to point out that what that means is not what we're using it. For. No. No. Obviously not. <laughs> it's just not. Okay. Um, well, I think the worst person in this episode, whoever shot Fred, but, um, Hermione, she kind of sucked. Oh, yeah. I can agree with that. So yeah. she sucked. Throw under the bus. Oh, no. That's the same as the city game. Yeah, yeah, Throw yeah, her under right. the bus. Um, chaperone Fred? You think? I don't. I mean, yeah, in his dreams, he was a great dad. Yeah, let's just, he's like very, he's sick right now. Let's Worth pointing out, in the dreams, they did this cool thing where they kept framing it, so he looked really small and Archie looked really big. So it looked well, like Archie, Archie was works older. out. So. But it, looked like, it looked like Archie was older and taller than him. I think he probably is, actually, but not important. Yeah, that is cool. Okay, so I'm going to give it to Fred, but do you have anybody else that you would nominate? There's not a lot of other options. Uh, could be Sheriff Keller for trying... Uh, yeah, he did try. Could be. Alice didn't really do anything this episode. I think it goes to Fred, man. Yeah, I think it has to be Fred. That's my dog licking my Starbucks cup. I'm gonna, gonna hold that so you don't do that anymore. Okay. Uh, but then prom king and queen. Um, I thought Veronica, maybe? I know, but she tried. I really thought you'd elect Cheryl for prom queen. Well, she didn't really. I mean,. She stood up Was to her she mom. the queen of this episode? She's the queen of all episodes, but <laughs> she didn't really do anything other than almost murder her mom again, so. Mm-hmm. I think Veronica, because she fought against her basic instincts to do right by Archie. But she also gave in to her basic instincts to have sex with Archie. Yeah, but that's their children. But, like, yes, she was not ready to comfort him and be with him, but she still did it even when he told her to leave. And I thought that was real nice. And I'm going to give King to Archie. Yeah, I know, right? <sighs> He did good. He did. Yeah. Like, he legit did good. Good job, Arch. Um, Archie, you'll win me over. I'm just... I like ragging on someone every I think I think season. he's the big mission this season. Yeah. Is to tell a good Archie story. Which I think they will. And, you know, because he was, he was so outside of the main action last time, now he's right in the middle of the big plot for this season. Right, which I think is an important thing because... Which means he probably won't be doing much music this season. I mean, his music is good. I want to clarify something. It's not that I think his music is bad. I think he has a beautiful voice, and if he was on the radio, I would be obsessed with him. It's just like, I just want to know who murdered who. I don't need to know about your fucking sad songs. Like, I just want to know about about your, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. who's, who's, who'd you, 
Now my dog's eating her dog food, and it's a whole thing. But um, I, I don't think I have any more like special like awards or categories or anything to give out right now. Um, beautiful shot, the blood trail from the pickup truck into the uh, in the hospital. Yeah, that was cool. That was really nice. I like when they said Archie doesn't have his driver's license yet. <laughs> yeah, I. And, like, we were all wondering and watching, be like, why isn't the ambulance coming here? It's like, well, Archie is an idiot. That's but true. also they revealed that there was an ambulance called at one point. But it was taking too long. I, th- I think you're supposed to always wait for the ambulance, but I don't know for sure. So, I guess final thoughts on this episode? This episode made me really excited for the rest of the season. It's a good return to form, as uh, Jack had said when the episode started. The story continues. Yeah, I'm really excited. I'm more excited, I think... To find out, I hope, here's something that I hope for the season. Uh-huh. It's not that I thought that the last season murderer was obvious, though I, it almost felt like painfully obvious. Like if you're like, okay, who's the shadiest person on this show? Yeah. I'd be like Cliff Blossom and Penelope Blossom. Yes. So. I'm excited for the disruption uh, Hiram's going to cause though. Because like he's see, way more out and out evil than Cliff ever was. I just hope that it's not going to be... Cliff was like, hey, could you want to date my daughter? Yeah, that's fucking gross. <laughs> also, I killed my son. <laughs> also, I, I think the thing that I hope is that it's not going to be very business-rooted. Like, I hope it's... Like, I don't I don't know well, about I think money. this time we have a serial killer on the loose, which means it's going to be a lot like Scream. Yeah, I know. Uh, oh, my God. Our return to form as well. Oh, my God. Yeah, guys, we had a Scream podcast. They, I think they know. Not all of them. <laughs> hey, any newcomers? I still talk about it. Anyone Anyone find us through TV time? Yes. Oh, um, in case this is our first episode. Well, um, I mean, we're already on the app. No, we're already on the app, but if you guys are following along on TV time, it's super fun. You check off a lot of things, and I find that very satisfying. You build your own TV guide on this app, and then it like tells you when your shows are coming on the air. Which is useful. It's really nice if you watch a show that you don't have any friends around you who watch. Because when you check out that you watch it, there's a ton of, like, reactions from people. Yeah, it's nice. It's really good because, I mean, well, Riverdale, I have a bunch of people. And if there's a podcast for the show on the app, it shows up right there on that page. And that's where ours is. Woo! Woo! Yeah. High five. Yay. That was a high five. (laughs) Um, I know we got a ton of tweets. Um, but I think that because we got so many being like, oh, are you guys coming back tonight? And we are, obviously, that's why you're listening, um, that it's too hard to kind of go through everyone, but just a big shout out. Thank you guys so much for reacting. And I think that one thing we should do is open up the podcast to questions. Oh, that's a great idea. Yes. If you have any questions for us or theories about the show that you want to send us in the aftermath of the episode, we usually record, like, the day after the show. Yeah, and you Just can... Like, yeah, we'll do... Anything you want us to address, please tweet it our way. Hey, what's your Twitter? You can find me at Riley Tweets. That's R-E-I-L-L-Y Tweets. Um, you can find my dog, Stella, who makes a lot of noise during the podcast, um, at Stella the Mystery Pup on Instagram. Um, and... Yes... I'm also on Caitlin Agram at Instagram if you want to follow that, but it's not as interesting. It's not as TV-oriented. Um, I feel like, is there anything else? No. No. Mm. No. John. You can find me at, at John Patton on the, uh, on the old Twitter sphere. And, uh, of course, I've always got my, my blog, uh, Catcher in the Rye, Rye spelled W, 
R Y. Do you guys get it? It's a pun. Doing a bit. Doing a bit. It's a bit every time. Um, I guess that's all we really got for this week. Yeah, that was a... Very excited. We're going to be doing so many episodes this season. I know. So we are going to shorten each of them a little bit. Yeah. But anyway, over and out, River Vixens. Aw, uh, you always say that.